Broadcasting live from the beautiful Georgia World Congress Center for FinTech South 2023. It's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here live from FinTech South 2023 celebrating FinTech leaders from around the world. Right now we have Brian Ben, Tag Chair and the CTO of Clark Atlanta University. Welcome, Brian. Hi, how are you? I am doing well. Uh, for folks who don't know, talk about your role at Clark Atlanta. What is the CTO doing over there? Well, it's actually CIO, but kind of the same thing. I'm, um, I'm over the Office of Information Technology and Communications and just making sure that we're using and leveraging technology to help support the university, help increase the uh, productivity and profitability um, and, and attract more students and make the, uh, the technology experience great for both the student and faculty. So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in this line of work? Well, I came up, um, I did computer science and math undergrad, and then um, I started my career at NASA, and I just always kind of gravitated towards IT. I just love being able to use technology to pretty much do anything, and so I came up and I did a little bit at NASA, DOD, um, did some consulting for a while, and spent 10 of the last 11 years as a CIO for Atlanta um, Housing Authority, so I'm about... 35, 36 days in this new gig. Oh, so this is brand new for you? <laughs> it is. Academia, higher ed, yeah. So what is some of the challenges that academia has that maybe your previous world didn't include? Well, you've got a lot of, um, got a lot of brilliant minds. Um, I don't want to say God complexes per se, but I got a lot of PhDs and so <laughs> forth to support and understand the dynamics. And it's, um, and it's research. So you want to be able to make sure that we can do our things, but also segment them so they can research and they can be, um, they can really kind of be innovative and leverage technology. So you've got to think beyond just keeping the uh, systems up and running, but you've got to think about those 4,000 students as well as the thousand faculty and staff that you have to support. So you've got to be real comprehensive and broad and you're thinking in an employment of information technology. So um, how is Clark doing when it comes to attracting students that could follow into a path into fintech, into technology? I think they're doing really well. I think they have um, I think they have a great uh, business department for one, um, education, just all the departments I've seen already in my um, in my just over a month there. They're really set up and really preparing the students to uh, to step into the uh, workforce and um, and really compete. And I think it's it's really kind of exciting. It's really exciting um, using technology and leveraging techno- technology so they can get the best and the brightest out there into the workforce. Now, um, what attracted you to get involved in chair and, and take on the leadership role? Well, I just really love this tech ecosystem here in Atlanta. And I think the, uh, the thought leadership, the intellectual capital, as well as the camaraderie is second to none. I know there's Silicon Valley. I know there's um, the Research Triangle. But I'm really excited about what we have, the potential and the upside regarding our tech ecosystem here. So what, um, since you've been around the block a little bit, what, what do you think the ecosystem needs to do a better job with? I think we just need to continue to evangelize. I think we really need to understand how dynamic technology is and to just get out in front of it. I think um, if we can be more proactive instead of reactive and we can just continue to, um, to employ technology to help the youngest all the way up to the oldest, whether we're helping support those, um, those older ones a little reticent to use technology or whether we're bolstering those young ones who've grown up in it, I just think we have a responsibility to make sure that we are technology evangelists and also like to bring 
bridge the digital divide. I think that's important that we make sure that we understand that that's a great equalizer in terms of technology, just like education was and still is. So if you were uh, kind of in charge, how would you bridge that divide? What are some of the things that we can be proactively doing to kind of lessen that divide? I just think wherever we can lean in in terms of making sure there's access, and that's access to devices, whether we have old devices that we might throw away, we want to make sure they get in the right hands where they can be reused. I also think we have to look at Wi-Fi, that connectivity, the same way we look at electricity and water, and just make sure that even some of the barren areas around the city, whatever we can do to lean in and make sure there's access to Wi-Fi. And lastly, I think training is important, whether it's rudimentary training, basic computing skills, or even what we can do with our jobs in terms of workforce development and, um, and, and making sure we leverage technology in that way. Is there an opportunity to uh, introduce some of the um, computer sciences at an earlier age? Absolutely. I think um, the earlier we get them, the more, um, again, they're playing with these things, but um, but I think so the application that they have is good, but I think we can also introduce that theoretical side and that theory early, and I think that combination of both the application and the theory will make the, uh, the best and the brightest practitioners. And is there a way you think that we can get more mentors involved earlier? Um, because there's a lot of mentors and job shadowing as the as the kid is, you know, high school, college. But if if they saw the possibilities and understood that there's an uh, and the, they can have the ability to create things rather than just be a consumer of things. I would think that that would just accelerate everything. I think you're exactly right. I think um, they, once the opportunity is shown to them, I think um, I think they really take advantage of it. I think we have a responsibility, especially when it comes to um, people of color, make sure that they have that access, and also women who we don't necessarily see in this field. So I think the earlier we can get both of those uh, groups engaged, I think the better off we are for everybody. Now, is that something that TAG is tackling, or is that something that's outside of the scope? I think TAG is definitely doing that as part of their TAG Ed initiative. They're making sure they're focusing on um, not just people of color and um, from a diversity side, but also getting women. And we're talking about young women. We're talking about creating opportunities for them to get to the workforce, for them to make sure that they're able to start businesses and companies and have incubators. So I think the TAG is um, playing in that space very well. Yeah, we've done a lot of work with women in technology, and it seems that at a certain age, it it just kind of splits where either they're self-selecting out or they're not getting the opportunities to continue down the path and anything that could be done to help keep them on that path. I just see so many young people are just such consumers of this and they right. just can't change their mindset to say that I can be a creator as well. I can I can get on the other side of the table here. I think you're exactly right. I think it's more of a mindset. And I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one of the other initiatives that TAG has, and that's Bridge Builders. And that's getting um, that's getting minority and people of, work, um, people of color, not just in the workforce, but helping them, like those incubators we mentioned, start companies. And again, once you see that possibility, and once you know it's a possibility for you, and then you get engaged at that level, especially at an early age, I think it's not just, I think there's a win for everyone because we're now maximizing our potential by leveraging all of our talent. Now, what are some things that a person uh, can be doing to get involved so that they can show that representation and show that path for uh, especially young people in this? Well, again, I'll, I'll 
definitely talk about tag since this is a tag event. But there's several other um, there's several other organizations here that we uh, we partner with. But tag has 20 plus societies, and if you go to tagonline.org and look at the different societies around all the different um, disciplines, you can find one that matches with you, that aligns with you, and that um, aligns with your interest and your skill set. And then you can kind of see if you can volunteer and lean in in that space. And even if you weren't to step in with tag, I think if you're good, technology savvy, I think that's important that we, again, go back and give back in the schools, at work, and just be intentional about it. I think the intentionality is, um, is a big piece of this. Well, Brian, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll be back in a few at FinTech South 2023.